Siri is the worst. Is she not? She's so nosy. Like, get out of here, Siri. I don't want you, We don't Siri. want you, Siri. No one wants you here. You know what I mean? Davis, welcome back to Teachable Tuesday. It's the week of Thanksgiving and I've got a word for you. So grab a Bible, grab a pen, because you're gonna wanna take some notes today. I feel it, okay? <laughs> Trust me. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord Jesus. God, thank you that your arms are wide open. Your heart is wide open to us. Thank you for uh, your steadfast presence, God, that you're always near, you're always paying attention. You're always uh, ready and wanting to receive us. So God, we uh, rest in your arms in this moment. We give you back our gaze, our attention. We love you, Lord, and we pray these things in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, so this morning I was at Mass. On Tuesdays we go to a staff Mass together. And I was just paying attention to some of the movements of my heart. It's a good practice, right, to just get in touch with what's going on inside. So I was paying attention to the movements of my heart and I just noticed there were some tremors there, right? Not overwhelming, but bringing myself as I am before the Lord, I noticed there was sort of this undercurrent right? A little loneliness that I was feeling a little adrift, almost like there was sort of a, a, a dark cloud hovering or threatening. I just brought that to the Lord. And maybe you're feeling something similarly. Maybe you can't even name it. I, I mean, it's the week of Thanksgiving, right? We're supposed to be joyful. We're supposed to be thankful, grateful. We're entering into the holiday season. And yet there might be some discouragement there for you. This year's gonna look a lot different when it comes to the holidays. And so maybe there are some other griefs that have been kind of unfolding or, or building for a while. Maybe you're frustrated or, or disappointed, not about Thanksgiving, but about work or about a relationship. Oftentimes we kind of push those things down or, or push them to the side, right? Just to get through it. But I wanna encourage you to become aware of some of these movements of your heart. Has there been a storm building? Uh, is there already? a storm raging, I want you to connect with your own heart and to come as you are before the Lord. Because quite often what you and I do when uh, there's a storm building or raging within is we act a lot like the disciples in Mark chapter four. We try to manage things ourselves. We try to push through, right? White knuckle it in our own strength. We try to diminish it or to solve the problem on our own. And then we think, then everything will be okay. Then we'll be peaceful again. If only that pesky problem would go away. But this weekend, our Blessed Ishi team did a virtual team retreat hosted by Father Jacques Philippe. And it was all about peace, finding peace in God's presence. And I wanna share some of the fruit of that retreat, some of what has been rocking me. And it connects, 
I think in a very real way to what we see happen in Mark chapter four. Now, when, when we face these storms, when we find these movements of our heart very storm-like, the most important thing is to return to peace. Not to solve the problem, but to return to peace. Let me read for you from Mark chapter four, starting at verse 37. A great gale arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that the boat was already being swamped. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was a dead I'm going to pause right there. We're not even going to talk about the whole gospel. I would encourage you to pray with Mark 4, starting at verse 35 to, where is it? Lord, what is the last verse? 41. <laughs> Mark 35 to 41. There's so much in there, but I want to really zoom in on that moment when the storm is building, when the great gale arose, right? And the disciples are trying to manage it on their own. And finally, finally, they turn to the Lord and they ask him, do you not care that we are perishing? And, and maybe you feel that way too. Maybe you've come to the end of yourself, to the end of your rope. Maybe there's an ongoing uh, suffering or situation in your life and you're wondering, does God even care? And I'm here to tell you, he cares very much. The Lord cares about your situation. He cares about your problem. He cares about your people. The Lord cares about you even more than you care. We have to come to the Lord with this exasperation, right? He, he's not afraid of our exasperation. He's not afraid of our disappointment or our discouragement. He's not afraid of our anger. No, he wants us to wake up him up, not to go our own way, right? Pushing through, trying to solve the problem on our own. He wants us to wake him up. This is the surest way back to peace. Father Jacques Philippe said it this way. What is the first thing to do? It's not to solve the problem because this is not always possible. On the other hand, the first thing to do is to find peace again or to find a minimum of peace to place ourselves a little bit in front of the Lord and to ask for his grace, to remember the promise of God, to take a little bit of time to allow the anger and the worry to calm down, but to try to find peace. The way through these storms, whether they're situational or emotional or spiritual, the way through is not to solve the problem. It's not to make the storm go away. The way through is to wake up the Lord. That's our quickest way, our surest way to return to peace. And I, I love this outline that Father Jacques has given us here. I, I hear four movements when we're trying to return to peace. The first, right, to find just a minimum of peace. I love that. It's such a, a free pass. It's so gracious. It's so human, right? All we need when we're upset, when we're stirred up, when we're discouraged, we just need a minimum of peace. And here's how to find it. First, to place ourselves a little bit in front of the Lord. Go back to Jesus. This morning when I experienced those movements in my heart and I was very tempted to look around at the sea. I was very tempted to look at my problems, to, to focus on my feelings, uh, to focus on my situation. But instead, interiorly, I went to the Lord. I imagined him in Mark 4 
asleep in the stern and I, I just I just jostled him a little bit and asked him to wake up and told him how I was feeling. Return to the Lord. Place ourselves a little bit in front of him. You can do that imaginatively with Mark chapter four. You can do that interiorly. You can just recollect yourself, take a deep breath in God's presence, reminding yourself that he's already with you, that he's already looking at you. You can physically change up your location. Maybe go to your prayer place, right? Where you've got your Bible, your journal, some spiritual book you're reading, an icon, a saint, or the Blessed Virgin Mary. You could light a candle. You wanna go before the Lord. Maybe you physically change spaces completely and you go to the church or to an adoration chapel, but the first thing to do, remember not to solve the problem, the first thing to do if we wanna to return to peace is to go a little bit before the Lord. We wanna go right away to Jesus and wake him up. Next, we ask for his grace. This is huge. I don't know if you know that you can do this. You can actually tell the Lord what you need. Jesus, I have no peace. Can you give me some peace? You are the Prince of Peace. You promised in John 14, 27, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. So Jesus, give me that peace. Would you give me your peace because I don't have any. Ask for the grace that you need. God, I'm lonely. Would you give me the, the grace of relationship with you, intimacy with you? Would you give me grace and friendships today to be able to receive love? But above all, give me the grace of peace. Would you give it to me, Lord, because I don't have it and I can't manufacture it. I'm coming to you asking for the grace of peace. So next, remember the promise of God. I love this one. Remember the promise of God. First and foremost, God promises that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He says this in many ways again and again in the scripture. I will not leave you orphaned. I will be with you always, even to the end of the age. He promises that he will never leave nor forsake us. He will never abandon us. So that's the promise we want to call to mind. Every time we're feeling disconnected from the Lord and overwhelmed by our particular storm, the promise is a person. The promise is Jesus Christ. And he sent his promise, the Holy Spirit, to live within us, that we would never be alone. He, he doesn't just give us this promise. These aren't empty words. No, he comes through on his promise. When he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, he sends us his spirit to be with us always. We are never alone. We're never alone. So we have to, in a way, preach to ourselves, remind ourselves. We have to remember this promise of God that we're never alone. And then I might encourage you, depending on what your storm is about, to recall the promises of God in a particular way relating to that storm. If it's about your family, I, I want you to pick up scripture and I want you to, to read uh, what God promises about relationship, about restoration, about redemption. I want you to read about the messy family of God in the book of Genesis and to see God's faithfulness, to see that he's, he's in it for the long haul. He's working it out for your good, right? If it's about your vocation, I want you to go back in your journal. I want you to remember the promises that God has made to you in your heart in those moments of Eucharistic adoration or on a retreat where there was tremendous clarity and peace. I want you to remind yourself 
of the promise that God made to you. And then bring that before the Lord. Lord, you promised me. You promised that you would make all things work together for my good because I love you and because you love me. I know, Lord, that you're making all things work together, not only for my good, but for your glory. You're staking your life on the promise of God, particularly in his word. And the fourth thing, this is very human, this is very gracious. The fourth thing Father Jacques Philippe recommends is to take a little bit of time to allow the anger or the worry to calm down, to try to find peace. We have to take into account that we're human, that our emotions are going to be much like the water or the waves at sea, right? They're going to build, they're going to swirl, we're going to feel overwhelmed. So we don't have to solve everything right away, right? We can give ourselves time because we can't make a good decision when we're in discouragement, when we're in despair, when our emotions are roiling like those waves, right? So we wanna give ourselves a moment. And how do we do that? We return to the Lord who is our peace. We return to the Lord. We ask for the grace. We remember the promises of God. And then we give ourselves time. Would you give yourself grace today that you don't have to have it all figured out, that you don't have to be perfect, that you are infinitely loved just as you are today. Because if we can accept that, if we can, if we can be with the Lord right there in the stern of the boat, get down low with him and receive his love, his infinite love, we'll be better equipped, we'll be more courageous to go forward and to be who he's calling us to be. It'll be possible to become who God wants us to be, to be purified as God is calling us if we can receive his infinite love, his perfect peace, his steadfast presence. So I wanna pray for you and ask God for peace. I wanna to return to the Lord with you. If it's helpful, put yourself imaginatively uh, in Mark chapter four. This is practice of prayer called Ignatian contemplation or composition of place where we enter into the gospel and we see ourselves with the Lord in the context of the gospel. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen, come Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, would you help us to enter into this gospel, to see ourselves and to, to feel ourselves in the boat with you, Lord. We're so aware of our problems, our feelings, our situation. And we're tempted, God, to look all around. But in this moment, we train our eyes on you, on your sleeping figure, your peaceful face. God, we're comforted by the rhythm of your breath and the rest in your body. I pray that you would give us the grace of peace, peace in your presence to connect more fully with your reality of peace and rest then we relate to the waves. We wanna to relate to you, Jesus. So in this moment, we, we wake you up, Jesus. 
and maybe that's not peaceful. Maybe we're screaming or crying interiorly and shaking you, Lord. Whatever that looks like, thank you for welcoming us. Help us to see your face, Jesus. To look you in the eye. To return to peace. Give us the grace of peace. Supernatural peace that only comes in your presence. God, right now, in this moment, would you remind us of the promise you've made to us? You know each and every soul watching right now and praying with us, would you give them a personal promise, Lord, of your faithfulness, your fidelity, your love? What do you want to remind us of, Holy Spirit? Jesus, thank you that you are the promise. Would you continue to hold us as our thoughts slow and our emotions settle? And give us the grace, God, to return again and again to this sacred, quiet place with you in the stern of the boat, no matter the storm that surrounds us. Thank you, Jesus. We pray all these things in your most holy and precious name, Jesus Christ, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. God bless you, sweet friends. Happy Thanksgiving to all of our American gals. We love you, God bless you, and we'll see you next week, bye.